Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Fargo tournament tips. Tis the season. Fargo is upon us and ready to give you the best. Fargo. Enough said. We were out at Final X. Final X. You have the best wrestlers in the world at the senior level. And they kept talking about their Fargo credentials. Right? How How many times did we hear Fargo when we were at Final X? That's right. We were cracking up. We were like when, when someone would show someone was just a, a world champion or a, or a world or Olympic medalist. And we were asking, well, what do they do in Fargo? They, they mentioned everyone else's achievements there. Fargo's a big deal. Back when we were in high school, it was pretty much the only national tournament. Right. There was the senior nationals, only senior nationals at NHSCA after the after the season. Right. A couple weeks after the New Jersey State Tournament. And then there was Fargo. Oh, yeah. All right. The, the first part I wanted to talk about. So if you get our emails, if you're on our email list, Monday, July 11th, the email today was about Fargo, the first Fargo week. Fargo week. It's coming up, right? Or Fargo month. I think it's coming up in a week. I think it starts a week from today. And Ben Askren made a video. He's got his wrestling mindset shirts. He was talking about mindset tips going into Fargo. And he told the story. I think it was his first time he went into Fargo. He did as bad as you could possibly do. Think about that. Ben Askren, one of the best college wrestlers of all time. Two-time champ, two-time Hodge Trophy winner. Two, four-time finalist, right? He's a four-time finalist. He beat me. And um, he was talking about he, was, he did as bad as you can in Fargo. He, was, he lost 0-10, 0-10. So he got teched twice. And he said he was a lot better than that. And the thing that he talked about, which number one today, the Fargo mindset tip would be stop thinking about things that don't matter. He said he was thinking about all the things that don't matter. You hear about the, the glamour of Fargo, right? Again, we, they, they were talking about it at Final X, even the elite of the elite in the United States of America at the senior level, right? They're talking about, you see, you go there, you see one huge mat, right? The platform mat, which actually my first ever Fargo match was on, I guess that's mat one. 
There's about, I think there are 32 mats. You see a ton of mats. You see wrestlers from every state in the country. You see brackets, which Askren talked about. Right? Maybe the bracket starts here, goes all the way down to your ankles. Probably the biggest bracket that, that many people have ever seen. But guess what? None of that really matters when it comes to wrestling, right? Those are all, the, those are all the wrong things to focus on because at the end of the day, that's, it can't help us win, right? How long the bracket is, what state our opponent's from, how many, how many people are there, how big the arena is, you know, every college coach being there. That's cool. That, that could be a fun thing for some people, but thinking about that before we wrestle is probably not going to help us. Right. It's, uh, it's just going to throw us off. So anytime you think about, anytime you think about wins or losses, who you're going against, the magnitude of the competition, the fact that it's a national tournament, who's in the arena, all the, the prey mindset we speak about, eyes on the side like to hide, focusing on everything outside of your control, what people are going to say to you after, looking good in front of other people, not looking bad in front of other people, making your coaches impressed, impressing your parents. What are they going to tell people at the next family holiday and all this? It's all just nonsense. So get it out of your head. Focus on wrestling. Who cares who the other guy is? Who cares where you are in the bracket? Who cares what, what round or the stop sign and everything? Just focus on the, the, mat, the man in front of you or the woman in front of you and what you're going to do. That's it. Yeah. The blog that we wrote on this a few years ago, it, number one said, don't make it a monster. Right? It's just a tournament. Treat it like any other tournament. Focus on the things that, that do matter, which um, I'd say that would be the second part. Right? So if we're saying don't focus on the things that don't matter, well, let's focus on what does matter and ultimately it's the things we can control. Getting a good night's sleep. What are we going to eat the day before? What are we eating the day of? Right? What are we drinking? Staying hydrated. Getting the sleep in between rounds or rest and recovery in between rounds. Doing our pre-match routine getting a good warm-up in, resetting in between rounds, right? Focusing on the things that actually matter and make a, a, a difference in, uh, the, you know, the outcome. Right, and that, and that pre-match routine, we could harp on that a little bit. Knowing exactly what you're doing the 10 minutes before you step out on the mat, that's different than your warm-up. Your warm-up, you might be doing a half hour, an hour out, but 10 minutes before your match, 10 to 20 minutes, really, your pre-match routine. What are you telling yourself? What are you doing? What are, what's going on in your mind? What does it look like? So this is a perfect time to practice this, to get yourself trained for the upcoming season. Don't just get a pre-match routine and before going up against strong competition. Treat everything the same. You want to practice your pre-match routine. And if you don't have one, that's a problem. You need to put one together so you have it up for this upcoming week. And then be consistent in between matches. I think just being alert and being cognizant of when you're going to wrestle next I don't know if I've told this story before, but when I was at Fargo, I think I, I think I won my first, lost my next, and then I won, I think I won one or two in a row, and then the matches start to come up a little bit quicker. I was outside on a phone call, pay phone back at the time, right? No, no cell phones when I was down at Fargo, and I was on the phone, and then I, I guess they were calling me to wrestle. So I actually had to, like I was on, I don't know if it was the last call, but almost the last call, I had to run down to the mat, didn't get a warm-up didn't do my pre-match routine, and I lost the match in overtime. And I remember giving up the first takedown, too. Now, did that have an impact? Quite possibly. You know, it's as close as a match as it could be. I gave up the first takedown. I lost in overtime by a point. So, you know, those little things do matter. So that's really just a, a, a blip in, I guess, in, in my focus, 
right? It's like being focused, knowing when you're coming up next so that you can recover in between rounds. Not that it's bad to, be, you know, to make a phone call in between rounds, but I got to know that I'm coming up within the next 15, 20 minutes so I have time to do that pre-match routine. So that's just, when you look at that, that's unacceptable because that's something that's within your control. You lose a match, you wrestle poorly, you know, that kind of stuff happens, but not being focused, those are the kind of things that you remember 20 years later that, that kind of haunt you. So what, what could have been? All right, I win that match, then what happens? Then you're right in the hunt of potentially placing, right? So focusing on the things that, that do matter. One of them would be doing a good pre-match routine and recovering in between rounds. And don't make phone calls when you're on deck. Right. It's an important story because we do talk a lot about in between rounds, taking your mind off of wrestling. So it's not necessarily saying it's entirely wrong to be making a phone call, to be outside where people are trading singlets if they still do that. But the key is priorities, making the most important thing the most important thing. So when you're there, you have that obligation to yourself to bring out your best performance. When am I coming up? What match am I? Not, not knowing who you're going against. That's not the priority. The priority is knowing when I'm coming up, knowing about how much time I have in between rounds. Once you know that, then you have some freedom within there to have some fun, to relax, just so you know that 20 minutes out, 30 minutes out, whatever your personal routine is, you're back in the arena and you're doing the things that you know that you need to be doing. That's the key. So preparation, making the most important thing the most important thing, and then, sure, being able to have fun, relax, do whatever in between rounds. A quick break from today's podcast. Wrestling season is here. Wrestling Mindset is the number one wrestling-specific program anywhere in the world. This season, make sure to work with a Wrestling Mindset coach to get the mental edge so that you can build confidence, stay motivated, and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information. Type in podcast discount. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month and teams will receive a $200 discount on any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast. Yeah, I look back at our, our previous blog that we wrote. Again, I don't know how many years ago this was, but it says number four on the list of Fargo mindset tips was don't get caught up in the fanfare. And it was saying how there's a lot of people trading shoes, trading singlets. You know, I know that's a fun thing for a lot of people. And you know, there's some nuances there because for some people that is relaxing and recovering in between rounds, right? That's part of what makes it fun. It's got to be, wrestling's got to be fun. We talk about that a lot. We need to understand, we need to, and do what makes the sport fun. Because not every second of every part of our training is going to be fun. We know that. But we do have to be aware of what we like about it. And for a tournament like Fargo, it might be trading singlets, right? It might be trading shoes or meeting people, right? Like, that's okay as long as it's not impacting our wrestling negatively. And that's where the nuance is because for a lot of people, that's a distraction, right? Maybe they're late to their match because they were trying to get that Hawaiian singlet, right? That was the one we always won when we were, when we were in high school. Maybe you're late to the match. Now that had an impact on, your, on the results potentially, right? But for some people, if that's part of the plan, um, maybe they're, they're honing in on their entrepreneurial skills, Right. That's a good thing. But if it's not impacting you negatively, if it's having a positive effect, you can do it. And that's why, 
you always go back to the one-on-one -on -one mindset training because yeah, there's rules of thumb. You know, if it came down to that, I would say the rule of thumb would be don't do that stuff in between rounds because more than likely it hurts most people, but not everyone. Hence the one-on-one -on -one mindset training where you'd say, you know, this is a, this is a particular athlete that is actually going to benefit from that. He's going to have more fun. He's going to stay focused or he's going to actually take his mind off of the sport when he needs to. And then when he competes, he's going to be able to compete at a higher level. So it's not a right or wrong answer. It's understanding the athlete and what works best. Yeah, that, that really that really does illustrate the importance of the one on one program. It's true because everything you said before, it's each kid could be a little bit different and each kid is a little bit different. And you need to know what works best for you. So it's priorities back to what we said, having your priorities. And this is where a mindset coach will help you because Sometimes we're not great at giving our priorities and knowing ourselves at the same time. We're too emotionally attached, right? We're too, we're, too, we're too involved. You need someone who who has more of a bird's eye view who could who could give you what you need. But yeah, it's a, same thing with college. It'd be a similar thing. You go there, you know the main reason why you're at college is to get that degree, do well in your tests, learn in your classes. And then yes, there is the college experience, the networking, these kind of things. But that can't be at the expense of the number one priority which is getting that degree, doing well in our classes, learning. And it's very difficult sometimes to balance that when you're in the weeds there. So at any point in time, you need that mindset, coach. That's right. Um, the other thing I have is maybe it's good to drill into some of the little things we could focus on before. I don't know when this podcast is actually going to come out, but you know, I think about things like managing your weight cut, right? Don't, don't wait till the last couple of days, right? Try to do things as soon as you can to make it as easy as possible, right? There's got to be solid nutrition. And then with sleep, if you're trying to go to sleep at, let's say, 10 o'clock the night before Fargo, start that whenever you hear this. Hopefully you started that a month ago, but don't wait. You know, if you go to bed at midnight every single night and then you try to go to bed two hours earlier the night before a tournament, it's probably going to be very difficult, right? So when you look at the sleep thing, yeah, everyone knows you should go to bed early the night before a tournament, but it's just going to be very tough to do that if you haven't trained yourself to do that, right? So like for sleep, start today when you're watching this, start tonight. Right, and this is why it's important to build good habits throughout the year, because if you're trying to just turn it on and off, it's very, very difficult to do that. That's would be better to get in the habit of going to sleep on the earlier side all year round. And of course, there's certain days where, you know, family parties, certain, you know, traveling, whatever it is, where you go to bed late, even sometimes extremely late, the key is bouncing back as quickly as possible. So we all have nights we have to stay up, but get back to it. Get back on your horse. Get back on your routine as soon as you can. It's not to be, the idea is not to be superstitious about it or, or dogmatic about it. Where I absolutely have to go to sleep at this time every single night. No, we get it. This is life. There's things that are going to come up. But get back to your routine as quickly as you can. That gives you your best chance of success in Fargo and the postseason. That's right. Last thing I wanted to touch on is in between rounds, rebound, rebounding. So tough loss, right? The tournament's not over if you have a tough loss. We got to an ugly win. We got we got to get the next thing, next best thing. I was going to say yes, or an ugly win, or a really big win, right? A lot of times people have a win, maybe they didn't quite expect to win or, or win that big, and they're on cloud nine. We got to make sure we're level throughout the tournament, right? Because we got we have another match. Right. And how many times do you see that where people don't balance their emotions well, you know, because they just they, they lose control there after a big win 
and they're whatever they're pacing around too much, giving high fives. They don't do their warm up because they forget about it. They're so excited. And then they don't do things for the next match to take care of business. Right. So that could be a tough, a tough loss or a big win. Go ahead. And we know that maybe what's going on in the back of your head is I beat this guy. And now whatever happens, I know this was I know I have something to talk about. I know I had a good weekend. Because I have this win, I don't, you know, it's a, a lot of times people do this even making the finals of a tournament. Hey, I'm a finalist. So no matter what happens, I always, I, I know I did this. Or once, once you placed, it's like now I know that I placed, it doesn't really matter, right? No, you're here. You're here to stay. Don't be surprised. You're working hard. You're capable of beating very good people. And you're also capable of getting beat. And you're capable of winning ugly. You're capable of all those things. So knowing that whatever happens, you're going to have to be able to reset yourself so you could bring your best performance to the table the next match, the next match, and the next match. And that goes along with your, like we said, your pre-match routine and knowing how to reset yourself after. So one of the recommendations we give is you imagine an imaginary black box. No matter what happens, whatever happens after your, your match, you give yourself the five-minute rule. Allow yourself to feel those emotions that, that, you know, being happy, being mad, being upset, whatever it is. Give yourself five minutes. Then you take all those negative thoughts or the positive thoughts, and you throw them into that imaginary black box. And you don't open that black box until after the tournament, after the competition. Then you can, then you can feel all of those feelings and think all of those thoughts for a longer period of time. But now you, have to, you really want to compartmentalize those thoughts, throw them in the box, and get yourself back to where you need to be for the upcoming competition. Yeah, I, I would also utilize the, the black box technique if if you're struggling technically, right? So let's just say I was in a match and I was just really struggling from, you know, finishing my sweep single and I just can't stop thinking about that, right? It's not bad to think about it. It's like, all right, I would do this. You ask your coach, okay, this is how you finish the technique. This is what you do here. But if you can't get it out of your head, you got to imagine yourself putting that technique in the black box, put the lock on it, shut, close the box, put the lock on, and then we'll, we'll review that after, right? Quick fixes don't work, right? You might want to look at the solution. What should have I done? But if I just keep replaying that in my head, it's going to be tough to rebound, you know, effectively, emotionally to, to perform at a high level the next match. And you see this all the time with kids. I mean, you see it at, at a higher level too, but I was at my daughter's softball tournament. You see girls that they, they made, a, made a bad play, you know, a girl ran them over at second base. And, and it's just, they can't, you know, they're young, they're eight years old. They can't get that out of their mind. It's clearly having an impact the next inning, right? We can't afford to have that um, win or lose. So there's got to, we got to use the tech, we got to use, whether it's the black box technique or something else, we got to have that time where we can feel the emotion, you know, analyze whatever we have to analyze. And then it's, okay, how do I recover for the next round? You know, what do I normally do to recover? And then when it's time to warm up and do our pre-match routine, we take the time to do that, and we don't change just because we lost. You don't have to warm up for an extra hour because you had a, a bad match the, the, the previous round. Same thing, you don't not warm up because you had a good match last match. You know, you do the same thing that got you there. So just being aware of that stuff and, and having a plan to reset and rebound in between rounds. Yeah, you're, you're not doing much more than minor adjustments. When you're at a tournament, you're at a competition, it's nothing more than minor adjustments, never something major. Um, th those minor adjustments could go a long way. They could have major impacts on the results, but they're not big adjustments. That shouldn't be the case. And a big thing that, that Zeke used to tell us back in college is, is drilling for feel, the importance of doing that. So after you throw all that, all those thoughts and emotions into the black box, grab a partner and drill. 
but don't drill to have your technique absolutely perfect. Just get that bounce in your step back, your pop and your attacks, so so you feel good again. So when you step on the mat, even if you had that blah feeling before, you're you're resetting yourself with this drill. So drill for feel to get that good feel back or as close to a good feel as you can. Not overemphasizing your feelings because a lot of times people say, well, I didn't feel good, so I'm not going to wrestle well. Don't get overattached to your feelings. Sometimes you feel good. Sometimes you don't feel good. Uh, you've probably wrestled really well in the past feeling like crap. You've probably wrestled poorly before when you felt really good. So that tells you don't overemphasize your feelings. Drill to feel good, but don't be attached to the good feeling. That makes sense. Again, a very difficult thing for someone to sift through if you don't have that mindset, coach. And those minor adjustments, they're good. The, the tournament, the competition is not the time for analysis. The time for analysis, back to the importance of mindset coaching, is when you have a mindset coach who's taking you through, okay, this is what you can do. This, this is something you're going to want to change. That's after a competition or it's before a competition. It's never during a competition. That's not the time for analysis. Put it in the black box and move on. Feel as good as you can. Don't take your feelings too serious. That's right. So Fargo 2022, we'll be out there. Wrestling Mindset will have a booth. We'll have two of our great mindset coaches, Mindset Mike Moore, Kanan Bethia. They're going to be out there, I think, for the, almost the entire time. Freestyle, Greco, women's. They're going to be out there. So make sure you find us at our booth. Contact us. And in between rounds, if you guys are struggling or if you have any questions, make sure to come by and ask us questions. And these guys have been there. Mike Moore, we don't, we don't talk a lot of times about where these people have been and what they've seen. Mike Moore was a college wrestler at the University of Maryland, Division I wrestler. Kanan Bethea, University of Pennsylvania, round of 12 of the NCAAs, I believe, and so were his, bro and so were his brothers, or one or more of his brothers who also wrestled at the University of Pennsylvania. These guys are people who've got it done at the highest level. So make sure you listen to them. These are, these are high-level resources there. They're going to be out there. Make sure you get a hold of them. And like we said, it's, it's really having that mindset, Coach. That's what really makes the, the quick improvements over a short period of time, but long-term development. So whether it's wrestling, school, business, or life, mindset makes the difference. Go get them in Fargo. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.